We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. This week's guest is Matthew Clark. Matthew is the founder of The Virtual Edge and co-creator of the Rainmaker System, an online marketing system that helps entrepreneurs get two to five high-value leads per day from LinkedIn without paying for ads. With their flagship program, Matthew and his business partner, Wesley Longaria, have helped thousands of businesses in 17 countries grow exponentially. They are now on a mission to reach 10,000 businesses worldwide and build a vibrant community of rainmakers along the way. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on, Laurie. Really excited to be here today. I'm excited to learn more about the Rainmaker system. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, brilliant. Well, in short, what we do is that we help entrepreneurs get two to five high value leads per day from LinkedIn without paying for ads. Fantastic. So is this, um, is it in mails or, or you want to share a little bit about how exactly this works? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a three-stage process that we take people through and how it works is the three main stages are position, connect and scale. So first stage is, is all about positioning yourself for success. Okay, you want to go from being invisible and just being, you know, another person on LinkedIn to someone that's completely irresistible to your ideal client. Now, the key on there is that you have to know who your ideal client is. And the more focused you get, the more targeted you get, the better this works. Okay, so as an example, you know, on, on LinkedIn, and if we're using something like Sales Navigator as an example, there's four main criteria which we look at, which is what industry are they in? What is their job title, geographical location, and what is the company headcount? Once we've got that, instead of trying to target everyone, we use the power of one, solve one big problem for one ideal client. We then create what's called the pickup line, okay, which is all about the message that you're going to put out there so people know how to work with you before they even talk to you. Once you get that right, then we do the LinkedIn makeover, which turns your profile from an egocentric profile focusing all on you to a client-centric sales page that focuses everything on your ideal client. And that's how you go from being invisible to irresistible. Oh, I love so, it. It's sexy, huh? It is. <laughs> You've got my attention, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, the big problem out there is that most people, are they've got such a wide net that they're trying to cast. And... If you're going out there and trying to cast a wide net and you're being general, people aren't going to want to work with you. I mean, if you have a sore back, let me ask you this question, Lori. If you've got a sore back, right? Who do you go to? Probably go to my chiropractor. Go to your chiropractor, right? Why not a GP? I just feel more comfortable with my, my chiropractor's expertise on my back. Ah, because he's a specialist, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now this is what most people are doing is that they're trying to be a GP, whereas their clients want a specialist, right? Totally makes sense. 
So the more specialized you get, the more attractive you become to your ideal client. It's like the more you repel the people you don't want, the more you attract the ones that you do want. And so the next step, once you've got that set up, it's all about connecting. So building credibility in the field that your ideal clients actually care about so that you become an authority to them. It's not about being an authority to everyone. You want to be an authority with your ideal clients. Then having direct outreach and, and having direct conversations. And how we do it is we think about this very differently. For us, you know, marketing and connecting is not about trying to close sales and get as many connections as possible. It's about how do we open up real conversations that turn into great relationships that then become clients, mm -hmm. right? And then from there, it's content. So you want to put content out there that your ideal clients care about the most. Instead of like just blasting stuff out or whatever's in your head or what's going on in your day, post about the things the people you're trying to work with care about the most. That's how you're building a real connection with them. Oh, 100%. 100 you know, 100% agree. Yeah. And so when you, when you start solving those problems, you go from being influenced by other people to becoming influential. So how did you get started in business? Oh, jeez. I mean, I, I actually used to, I started out doing door-to-door -door sales. Okay. All right. I did that for like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> and most people are very scared of it and they can't believe that I've done it. But the people that have done it, they're like, yeah, you know, they love that. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what it takes. So um, I started off in the UK selling uh, gas and electric, getting people to switch over to our provider. Then when I came back to South Africa, I had an opportunity to work with someone I worked with in the UK and we started selling telephone systems, switchboards, copiers, and CCTV. And what happened from there was that I landed up, you know, a couple of years later starting my own business um, with two friends and it really took off. I mean, you know, we got up to doing seven high seven figures within four years. We had 60 staff members and it was just like a lot of fun. <laughs> And That's so, awesome. yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and, and I guess, you know, my experience doesn't come from the online digital world. It comes from door-to-door -door sales and connecting with people. So sure. everything I've done has been built on that. And that's obviously why I like LinkedIn so much is because I can literally, I can virtually knock doors and I can build great relationships. It's stunning. And globally. Globally. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the past two years, since we really started diving into LinkedIn, we've been able to work and, and help entrepreneurs grow over 1,500 entrepreneurs in, in 18 countries. Um, so I'm very, very grateful we've been able to change people's lives. I mean, it's, it's unreal and it's so simple. It's so awesome. I love it. I love what you're doing. You've got some fantastic insights you've already shared. I'm sure you're going to have some more um, to share with our listeners right now. So can you share with our listeners, one of your uh, favorite networking experiences that you've had? Wow. Well, you know, I've had, I've had so many networking experiences and because I do it all the time. I mean, that's my business, but I think one of the funniest ones for me was I, I was working with a guy who is a guy based in Ireland and he was helping us with some stuff. And I met him through, um, I'd met him through another guy that, that was introduced me through another person and we, you know, we've been doing a lot of business together and we did some really, really good work together. But I think one of the funniest things was I landed up working with this guy based in Ireland. Then um, we were running a big event in South Africa 
And I, I met this other speaker who came along. It was a social media event. And I mean, this guy was amazing. I've never seen someone sell like this, you know, where people are literally rushing the back table and stampeding to get there. It was, it was incredible. And him and I got talking and, you know, he's got the social media course and he's like, well, I'm looking for someone that can do LinkedIn and boom, here you are. And we're going to do it. And we're setting up a, a webinar on Thursday this week. It was a Sunday. We're setting up a webinar on Thursday. We're going to have 400 people on and I want you on there presenting on LinkedIn. So I was like, well, that's amazing. That just kind of came out of nowhere, out of the blue. Mm -hmm. And so we set that up and we did that. And then we got talking, you know, a little bit more and we, we do a lot of business together now, nowadays. And I said to him the one day, I was like, do you know this other guy? He's also Irish. So both of them are Irish. Do you know, have you heard of this guy? This is what he does all the rest. He's like, yeah, I've heard of him. And I said to the other guy, have you heard of this guy and what he does? He's like, yeah, I've heard of him as well. I said, have you guys connected? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, no. And I was like, well, you guys need to connect because there's a lot of synergy here for you. So here's me, the South African dude, connecting these two Irish guys who've got <laughs> multi-million dollar businesses that know of each other and have never connected with each other. Well, good for you for making that happen. It was funny. <laughs> it was so much fun. And they I landed up that. doing a bunch of business together. So yeah, I've done business with did. all of them. It was so much fun. <laughs> oh, that's a great story. Thanks for sharing that. Pleasure. So obviously you're, you've got some global travels. You've got quite an extensive network in both digitally and in person since you've been in sales for quite some time. How do you stay in front of and best nurture your network? Content. Very simple. Content. Um, you know, I post, out, uh, I post out content not as often as what I should. Um, but, you know, I post it out and, and also I just have conversations with people. So for me, you know, I like to connect with people. I like to talk with people. Um, I love building relationships with people. I, I genuinely, I love it. And so very often, like, I'll just reach out to people and say, hey, how's it going? Just checking in, you know, what's going on? Or comment on their post or, you know, because like you said, I travel a lot. So I do a lot of Zoom. I pretty much live on Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, but also Facebook Messenger, um, LinkedIn, not as much for connecting. I use that more for business. But it's really about... And, and, and actually asking people for help and seeing what people need help with. You know, ha have you read a book called The Go-Giver? Yes, Bob it's Berg a great John one. David Mann? Yes. Great book, right? Yes. So crazy thing, one of my clients, he helps people write books and become what he calls slightly famous. I love that. <laughs> and one of his friends is Bob Berg. <clears throat> so he does a post on The Go-Giver and I start commenting and Bob actually reach out, reaches out to me personally. And says, hey, really just love your, I mean, this is a guy who knows how to network. And he was like, hey, I, I just loved what you did. Uh, I love that you've read my book. Because I said to him, I've read it like 20 times. It's stunning. And um, what's happening now is that another guy, in fact, one of the Irish guys I told you about did a post as well about the go-giver. And I said, I love the book, read it like 20 times. And now Bob and I have been chatting and now I'm doing an interview with him and, and taking a look at how we can help him. I love that. I love that it's all about content and putting yourself out there to help others. Just like that, mm. the story you shared earlier about just connecting to other people that you, the, the benefit that you received out of it is that you help them generate more business with each other. Exactly. <laughs> that you didn't, you didn't, you just, you weren't looking to gain anything of it. Um, so I think that's fantastic to, 
give, 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 which is obviously the present, the, the premise <laughs> of the book, The Co-Giver. Yes. Um, so what advice would you offer to the business professional who's looking to grow their network? Oh, man. And, and I love this one. The advice that I would give is there's a couple of things. So number one is be laser focused with who you want to target. You know, write your, your list of your top 100 that you want to go after the people that you really want to connect with, that you want to network with, that can help you grow personally or in your business um, and focus on building those networks either directly with them and also around them. The second thing is, you know, so I mean, that's, that's pretty much going in with a plan, right? Have a plan, write down what you want, who you want and take the action on it. And the second thing is engage with people. You know, there's nothing better than, going out there and, you know, you spend the time and energy posting and then you've got, you know, writing content and then posting and then people actually engage with you. They like your stuff, they share it, they comment, they start a conversation. It's awesome. So the advice is go and engage with people, go and start conversations, go read people's posts. And instead of just scrolling past and not actually doing anything like it, comment it, share it. You know, one of my best posts that I've done on LinkedIn, that's actually driven a lot of business for me. You know, obviously we teach people this stuff. I shared somebody else's post, right? It's had over seven and a half thousand views, 174 reactions and 12 comments. Wow. A week ago. It wasn't even my stuff. And what's been really cool with that as well is that, you know, I've been chatting to the guy who shared it. And, you know, just building up the connections, building up the conversation. So what starts happening is that his people that like his stuff see it and they start connecting with me and we start the conversation and we start, you know, uh, building up those relationships as well. So you've got to go and engage with people. I love it. I think that's so important. I, I love that story of how your shared post is ultimately what, which generated some great opportunities for you because yeah. you, you were engaging with someone else's content and really being an advocate for them by sharing it. Definitely. Definitely. Cause it's amazing. You know, if people think, and, and I thought like this for a long time as well, is that you only want to share your stuff and you only want to, you know, put your stuff out there so that people can see that it's you, you know, but honestly, it's so exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's like, then you've got to constantly write stuff and put stuff out there. And it's a lot. And also you've got to constantly be thinking of new stuff. Whereas now, you know, yes, I put my stuff out there, but I also, if I find stuff that's great, that I really like that, I feel like people could get a lot of value out of, I share it. Because at the end of the day, people still talk to you, not the person that created the content. And even if they do talk to the person that created the content, that's cool too. You know, build up the networks. You, everyone's helping everyone grow. Totally. I love that. I, I'm definitely a fan of being an advocate for somebody else's um, content. And, and my philosophy is if I found value in this piece of information that I just read, someone else will likely find value in it as well. Definitely. Definitely. I can't remember who said it. Um, you know, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. I think that's the watered down version. I can't remember who said that. I like Zig that. Ziglar, I think it was. It was Zig Ziglar. It's a good statement. It's mm. all, and that, and that basically encompasses networking altogether. Definitely, right? 
So we've definitely talked a lot about digital mm-hmm. and you started your, your, your business and sales experience more on the traditional side of networking. But at the end of the day, which one do you find more value in? You know, for me, I like to use a combination. Um, here's the thing. When you are doing face-to-face, and let's say you go to a networking event or whatever it is, most people don't know how to communicate what it is that they do and, and what they want, more importantly. And they, you know, they're scared to share that. But also it may take you, you know, a bunch of conversations before you actually find somebody that, you know, either you can help or that you want to work with or take a conversation further or whatever it is. Like I've just been to so many where you have tons of conversations with people and then maybe you have 20 conversations and then one of them is like, wow, I really want to talk to this person more or there's something we can do together or I can connect you with someone or whatever it is. Whereas online, I can just go and find these people directly. Mm-hmm. Whatever I want. I mean, I've, I've got, I've got the, the, the world's contact book at my fingertips. I love that. It's a great way to describe what LinkedIn is. You know, it is. And I was thinking about this the other day. You know, they say that, you know, there's that age old saying, your network, your, your net worth equals your network. Yep. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously being an advocate of networking, I'm sure you've heard that a million times, mm-hmm. but you think about it like this, right? All of the, the most successful people in the world, imagine having their list of contacts, their personal contacts that they deal with, that get them whatever they want in their life. That's how I look at LinkedIn. It's just a lot more in reach I don't have to go through a person to get it. I can go and get it myself and I can yeah. be laser focused about that. And it works. <laughs> yeah, it works. And the interesting thing I found is that people are really responsive and, you know, they really are open to connecting and networking. Would, what would you say your response rate is typically? So it depends on your goals and what you want to achieve. Um, but if we had to say, so I, I'll, you know, like I work on an average with my students and I say, these are kind of the numbers that you want to look for if you're going in for lead generation. So you want to, you'll, you'll typically experience about a 20% connection rate. So people that you connect with and you always want to send a message when you connect with people, always. Mm-hmm. Never just say connect, send a message, Right. Because we've seen people get as high as 40, 50%. So it depends on who you're targeting, what your message is, how your profile is set up, all are all determining factors. But if you're getting a 20% connection rate, then a 25% of those people will actually start a conversation or will respond to that message. Okay. And you know, from there, if you start, if, if we look at those numbers, so if you send out a thousand connections in a month. It sounds like a lot. It's like 40 a day, right? That's going to give you, and 20% of those connect with you. That's 200 connections. Let's say 25% of them start a conversation. So that's 50 conversations that you're having. And then let's say, you know, even if 20% of those actually want to talk to you further and get on a call, that's an extra, you know, 10 people. That's 10 leads that you're talking to right there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're seeing a lot higher rates. I mean, I've got on average between 10 and 15 highly qualified sales calls booked every month, 
but you also have like your compounding connections. So people that don't book in the month before or connect with you the month before, you know, it starts building up and you, you build a scale. That's great. Well, everyone's on online right now, obviously, because <laughs> of I know, the current right? state of the world. So I'm sure your <laughs> choice, your numbers are, are higher, but those are really good conversion rates overall. Um, I mean, you're not going mean, to running ads. Yep. It's yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, it's your investment is your time for the most part. It sounds like. Yeah. And I mean, at a later stage, you can automate that too. Once you've got something working. Nice. Nice. Matthew, if you could go back to your 20 year old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of less of or differently with regards to your professional career? I would definitely say invest more. Um, look at the way that you did things differently in terms of, you know, I made a lot of money when I was younger and um, like a lot. And I had zero expenses, zero overhead, zero anything. And I didn't invest it properly. And um, I would also have said to myself, you know, use the opportunity that I've got and go all in on it. And sometimes the things that I'm doing, even though I don't necessarily like them, I could be using it as a stepping stone to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. Right. So definitely think more about what do I want out of life versus just living it. Yeah. Actually have a bit of a plan and say, look, this is where I want to go. This is what I want. This is what I want my life to look like in the next 10 years. But you know, I wasn't thinking of that. I was enjoying the partying and the money. Which I think most 20-year-olds are in that mindset. <laughs> <laughs> you Definitely. Know, it's but I want to do both. Yeah, I yeah. Both. And I think there's... <clears throat> that's why I like asking this question so that there are... If there are any younger individuals that are, you know, have high aspirations, hopefully they find something that they can implement into their own 20-year-old activities right now. <laughs> yeah. So we've all and heard of this... Is. We've all heard of the six degrees of separation. Who would be the one person that you'd love to connect with? And do you think you could do it within the sixth degree? Oh, well, I, I did manage to do that. So Bob Berg was one of the people that I really would, wanted to connect with. Mm -hmm. um, and I did it within, within the second degree. That's um, awesome. That was honestly, like he was on my list of people that I really want to connect with and really get to know more. Like that book was unreal for me. Um, and it's happened. I love it. I love it. That's great. So you don't have another big fish in the sea that you want to capture. There's a couple, um, there's a couple, um, but for now it's like, you know, we've, we've built this thing up to, we've built our business up to a really good place. So for me, it would be more like, you know, I'd like to meet someone like Robin Sharma. You know, I'd love to, to learn more about him and, you know, talk to him on a bit of a deeper level and hear and share some of his philosophies. Like I love his stuff. So what's stopping you from making that connection? I just haven't put the, the time and energy into it. Sure. Simple as that. All right. Here's your opportunity to interview me. What is something you'd like to ask me? What is your, what is your, what is your goal? Where do you want to be in the next, in the next, year like in the next year and then in the next five years oh that's a great question <laughs> and the world has flipped on its side and that kind of shifted yeah. some things um i do really want to be more of a keynote speaker presenter um okay. 
And I, I keep saying I'm going to write a book. Um, I've got, I keep, I'm also saying a five in my head. I just haven't actually executed on that yet. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think big picture, I, I'd like to just share as much of my education and knowledge with others as a means to um, attract uh, potential new uh, clients that are working with us. And I, I'd rather be more selective on the clients that we do work with and um, mm. being super laser focused on, on having some awesome, you know, a good handful of some awesome accounts that we're not getting out of the park for. Nice. And so for you, what does your business look like in the next three years? Oh, there's so like, many what are questions you doing? on that. <laughs> I know, I know. And this is, and I'm so interested in this. Like the more people we speak to, the more interested I get. And all the clients that we work with, you know, ask them this question because it helps me to determine, okay, if you want to be at X place, what do we need to do to get there? Sure. But I also love seeing how people think. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say I'm on a path to be definitely more influencer-esque in the digital marketing space for the B2B world. Um, I'd love nice. to be continuing to share amazing content and educating on the power of, of digital. I mean, everything online is, there's so many amazing things that you can do to, to expand your reach, as you obviously know. Mm-hmm. Um and to attract the right type of clients to you. And I think a lot of companies are just not aware of how much they actually have available to them. So I'm a big fan of educating individuals. Got it. Got it. Nice. I mean, you know, I think you can get a lot more clear on that as to what you want your business and your life to look like. Like, you know, for me, I want to have a, we want to help 5,000 entrepreneurs grow in the next five years. Mm -hmm. And I want to do it without everything relying on me. So, you know, instead of me being the magic, it's about creating a platform where people can come in and they can help other people grow, but people can change their lives along the way. Yeah. I love it. For me, it's, I don't want it to be about me. I want it to create a, a, a platform that other people can, can grow themselves, can grow their businesses, can, you know, achieve their goals. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's great. I can go and build more platforms that can do that. Absolutely. And I love that you have a very defined number of how many businesses you want to support and grow. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, you know, over the last two years, we helped a thousand entrepreneurs grow and we set a goal for ourselves for this year that we wanted to help a thousand. Um, we looked at our numbers. We we're already on 475 um, this year. So we're well on pace for that. That's great. Which is very exciting. Nicely done. Yeah. Very exciting Matt, stuff. Great. So Matthew, do you have any final word of advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Yes. Um, so in terms of growing and supporting your network, you know, I would say some of the things that I wish I would have done better is to go in with a plan. You know, think about who do you really want? Where do you really want to be? So have that vision, have that goal in mind of where you want to take your life, where you want to take your business work your way back and, and figure out who can help you get there faster, right? Always look to network up, you know, network with people better than you, higher than you, better than where you're at right now, okay? So that you always learn stuff and be valuable to people. You know, think of ways that you can be valuable to them in a way that, you know, they care about you, that you care about them and just make it all about them and, and not about you. I love that. Um, the, 
yeah, the more you make it about other people, the more, you know, that, that saying from Zig Ziglar keeps sticking with me. When you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. It's a great saying. I love the network up approach, actually. Mm. That I haven't heard out of my 200 something guests that I've interviewed on the topic of really? networking. It's a great it's one. It's interesting. I've always done that. Um, I've always networked with people that are doing better than me. Because I also, you know, I always want to learn what's their mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, what are they doing that I'm not doing? Because if you network with people who are at the same level as you, what are you really going to learn? Exactly. You know, yes, there'll be bits and pieces, but the biggest defining factor that I've learned to, you know, to really grow your business is mindset. And people at higher levels just think differently. There, there's so much truth to that. I love that. Thank you so much. If anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what's the best way they can reach you? Well, LinkedIn, obviously, <laughs> is the <laughs> first one. So you look for Matt Clark, S-A-M-A-T-T-C-L-A-R-K-S-A. And, you know, as I said, don't just connect with me. Pop me a message as well. Tell me where you heard me. Let me know that you heard me on Laurie's show. Um, and then so I can also give Laurie feedback as well, because that's stunning. And I will do that for you as well, Laurie. Fantastic. And Love then how, how do you feel about me giving, um, giving away a little gift for the listeners? Totally. Absolutely. You cool with that? Uh-huh. hundred percent. All right. So, you know, one of the things I spoke about right in the beginning was getting your professional profile, getting your profile, you know, as a, as a client centric sales page mm -hmm. and having your positioning right. So we've put a document together called 20 minute profile makeover, which is going on our website in the next day or so that people can go and download for free. Cool. So, they can go and actually get their profile positioned correctly. So the website is www.thevirtualedge.com. They can go and get that for free. It's completely free. And there is even a 47-minute video training that happens after it. There's no sale on there or anything. Um, the reason I do that is because I want, to get, I want you to get to know me first. And if you decide that you want to work with us, then there'll be an opportunity to book a call with us as well. Very cool. We will include all of that information in our show notes. That's such a very kind uh, give that you're sharing, Matthew. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me on. Really cool questions. I really enjoyed today's show. <laughs> Thanks so much. You offered some fantastic insights for our listeners. This yeah. wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Matthew Clark for taking the time to connect with us. Again, if you want to continue the conversation on networking and building your community, join our Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com and search for Social Capital Network. If you need me, send an email to Lori at socialcapitalpodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.